People like to have fun during the holidays. You know what's not fun? Returning an ugly sweater. Don't give anyone an ugly sweater this year. Give choice gift cards from giftcards.com instead, and they can pick their own sweater from some of their favorite brands. It's genius. Show. It's your boy Al said the place to be was good. What's up, Al? Coach Herb here. Yeah. What's up, everybody checking in with us? Wow. I had the name the uh in the Facebook. If y'all follow us and um watching the show via our sideline talk Facebook page, I had to name that's just I'm sorry, Facebook group. I keep saying Facebook page. Um, I had to name this episode March Madness, hmm. literally, <laughs> because it seemed like this year has, uh, this year's tournament, it's first time back, you know, and since 19, it's literally has been madness in every sense of the word. Yeah. It's like, we, we seen. Absolutely. We seen uh, top seeds go down. Cinderella teams all over the place, man. It's just been it's been fun to watch. Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm normally pissed off after my squad leaves, but I I can't be this year. <laughs> It's just everybody taking it out, so like, it ain't personal. <laughs> yeah, man. When when NC went down, <laughs> yeah. I, it's listen. Don't 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 take it as a shot because it's not. Duke didn't make it. I thought North Carolina ain't making it. Like I thought, like the <laughs> typical pop. Powerhouses were all out. I thought, you know, Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, and NC. I knew the, I knew the other three were out, but I thought NC was in the mix as well. Yeah, I knew Duke and Kentucky didn't make it. I figured we had a chance because we swept Duke, but I didn't really pay attention if we were going to make it. Obviously, we didn't go for us, so. Right. Let me see something. Duke and Kentucky, I mean, in the year of COVID, I don't know if the freshmen just weren't coming out for Coach Cal. Mm-hmm. The way they normally, you know, have a flock of one and done in the year of COVID, you know, we just not going to add that one this year. <laughs> I guess not, but, you know, <clears throat> it's it's been a tough year tough year for the different coaches, but the games that we've been watching have been great, um, hasn't been disappointing, and uh, going into it, I was, uh, I think we were, you know, we was asked to make a bracket and all that, I'm like, man, I, I honestly cannot, like, I wouldn't advise anybody 
to make a bracket this year. Yeah, like the money. safest, the safe bet going into the season and like throughout the season, the safe bet bet would be Gonzaga. But you never know. I'm about to say it's like it feels like this Gonzaga versus the field, and a lot of people is taking Gonzaga. Yeah, but yeah, because that's the only like. Team that's that's still a, like operating as normal mm-hmm. to a, you know to a degree. You know you bring in your, your you know your your superstar freshman who's going to be a top five top ten pick. You know a lot of people wise, mm-hmm. and with Mark Few and the system that they have, and they play the right way. It it makes it safe pick, and then that bracket. Um, like they just beat Oklahoma earlier, so it looks like they really have no. On paper, it should be no tough roles, you know, getting to the Final Four. Right. But, sad man, we'll see. Shout out to Maryland. Maryland's still in it. Yeah, they played tonight. Eight forty-five against the two seed Alabama. Yeah, that should be fun to watch. <laughs> that was a that was an interesting basketball game to watch. Alabama versus LSU. They ain't got the same college football feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama tough out. Bama versus LSU on the on the on the gridiron. Coach Saban versus Ed. It, it's just like this. Probably is the first year. I want to say truly the first year where both of the teams are like competitive, really mm-hmm. competitive enough for it to be uh, noteworthy. All right. Like, I know in a couple years back when, you know, Avery was coaching there and they had Kyler Sexton, they were still, you know, it was a little competitive then. Mm-hmm. Um, but when that was going on, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Ben Simmons and Nas Reed and all them, they was already gone. So LSU kind of like took a little dip yeah. back to like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Ben Simmons didn't finish a full year, I don't think. Nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that Kyrie. Everybody knew though, Ben, only reason Ben go like, because I have to go. I have to, right. <laughs> hey, bro, come on. Like, we know where, where I'm going at. Right. <laughs> And that's a good transition because yesterday probably was the, yeah, it was the first time all season I got to sit and really watch Oklahoma State's Cade Cunningham. Mm. Like, I always hear everybody mention him how, like, before he even stepped on the court, they say he's going to be number one pick next year. So I finally got to sit down and just watch him. And I thought last night he was too smooth for his own good. Like, his game is so smooth. He just relaxed. Just a relaxed point guard. With a, like, who can, who can shoot it. But you could tell, like, down the stretch, he was he was rushing things to try to put points on the board to you know to take the lead and all that mm-hmm. where he 
looked out of rhythm. So I'm like, oh, that's that's something that that he got to work on at the next level. Because it's like, you got to know when to turn it on. Like, I think twice, yeah, both games in the, in the uh, tournament, he didn't, like, he had subpar first halves where he go no points in the first half and then explode in the second half. They haven't the first two, you know, the first game and then the second game, obviously they're out of the tournament now, but it's like, you got to know when to go, shorty. I don't know. It, it was just weird to see. Like, he nice. Like, he's nice, but so relaxed, so right. laid back. It's wild. It's kind of transitioning more to that, but Jai's not really a relaxed point guard. Nah. Jai's <laughs> <laughs> nah. like one of the, the new cats that's not there. Like, Trey is the super chill to me. Well, well, I wouldn't even say that because, like, Cade falls into that this era's scoring point guard. Mm-hmm. But the two guys you mentioned, Jai and and uh, Trey, they are killers. Yeah. Like, immediate. Like, oh, no, nah, we down what? We down? What you mean we down? Like, just the fact that we down. Uh, let me go ahead and go crazy. Especially on that stage. Yeah. It could have been, you know, who knows how he'd have fared, you know, playing in front of, in front of a crowd. You know what I mean? Maybe he was bored. I don't know. It, it just seemed he seemed like real too, like way too relaxed for me. Okay. Like they had, they had, a, you know, a decent crowd, you know, for co- protocol pur- uh, purposes. But it was just way too relaxed. I mean, I feel like, like I said, I kind of feel like more of the point guards are leaning towards that 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 way. Besides a, a select few, like Ben Simmons is kind of chill to me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I would dis I would disagree because he has so much aggression and his motive uh, is nonstop. That's probably the only reason why I would disagree with that. Like he might not shoot it as much as you want, but as far as his hustle, his defense, mm-hmm. well, you defense. know, finding an open man, all of that. Ben Simmons is constant. Maybe he didn't make it look chill. <laughs> you don't really. <laughs> <laughs> right. Matter of fact, uh, what LeBron say when he picked him? Mr. Never Stop. Mr. One One Speed. Nothing, nothing but energy. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of LeBron, man, what happened? I wake up. Talking about somebody. Damn, I like where was I at? I forgot where I was at. Like, hold up, indefinitely. Only thing Atlanta's good for is strip clubs. <laughs> wow. So, I'm, I'm, was it a dirty play? What? I don't think it was dirty. Um, Not to... I, I ain't never seen the play. Um, I can't think of his name. I think it's Harris. I can't think of his name. Um, Swipe for the ball. Not the ball out of Braun hand. And 
he dove for it, but kind of pulled up because he seen LeBron's leg was planted there, and he landed on his ankle. So he kind of, if he didn't pull up, like it'd have been an ACL, like it'd have been a, that's a serious tear because he turned to his leg. But he kind of Dang. pulled up while he did it. And I don't think it was a dirty play, but, and not to piggyback off of what Sandy Sharp said earlier this morning, if y'all, if anybody watched him, but it's not a dirty play, but it was definitely an unnecessary play for one minute left in the second quarter to hold sit on, there on. and try to, like, he, he already had the ball. <laughs> and he like, uh, y'all diving on the floor for it. <laughs> and he like, both of y'all diving on the floor for on the floor for it. Like, you knocked it out of his hand and you dove, but he picked it right up. Oh. Oh. Hmm. I mean, I get I get the hustle. I ain't gonna knock. I can't, again, you can't knock the hustle, but... Yeah. For one minute left for the second quarter, it kind of... And I'm biased. We won't suck him. No bar, no AD. <laughs> <laughs> And then they turn around to the L last night to the uh, Suns. Anybody taking the L to Phoenix? I'm not even a Phoenix show. Yeah. But I'm so high up on Phoenix right now. Like, I don't think they're going anywhere, like conference or NBA finals. But I'm enjoy- I'm going to enjoy watching them in the playoffs. What is – What? What? I'm enjoying watching them in the playoffs and be in, you know, first two rounds they got. See, see, I don't like this. I don't like this. What? It's, it might be the Virgo in me. Cause I don't like this. I don't like that you saying this. Because, because you would turn around in a separate argument, maybe a month or so down the line, maybe a year from now. Now you, let's say a, a year from now, you would turn around an argument and say, what has such and such done? Or what does that amount to? Oh, you plan to get to the playoffs? Whoop de whoop. Oh, you ain't winning. I don't like, expect them to win. I'm not going to say that this is an all-time team. Yeah. I'm No, no, I'm saying, but that, that would be a knock on an individual's career. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do it's I only, it's do only, that? Yeah. Were you not trying to mention them as an all-time? Huh? My only not comes when you try to mention them as an all-time team. Like the no, Steve saying, Nash. No, no, no. Something. I'm saying like an individual. You would take that as a, a knock on an individual player. Like if somebody was to say Chris Paul. Hold on, I'll give you, a, I'll give you another ex- example. Yeah, only yeah. do that when people try yeah, to make yeah. somebody exactly. an all-time great. Chris Paul is an all-time great. He's a top 10 point guard ever in this league. Uh, no, no, no. I, I got one. I got one. Elgin Baylor. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Elgin Baylor. I think Greg mentioned it in a, a, in a post saying, like, you know, people got to ease up on the top 10 all-time conversations. Mm-hmm. This and that. And you, and you mentioned it. Your comment was... His finals record will keep him from that. Right. That's what I'm saying. People but, will argue against Elgin Baylor being a top because of his finals record. Because why, so many people that, look at six for six as the the pinnacle. 
Like that's that's the that's the old time thing. And then they look at LeBron. Well, LeBron only got four. Kobe got five. He ain't never get past Jordan. You know, you, you when you start mixing in those all time greats, Elgin Baylor lost nine finals. <laughs> so that's what's going to get mentioned when people of this era start talking about how you going to mention Elgin Baylor as you know an all time great or sorry as the greatest when he lost nine finals. Because I remember I posted something with, I believe it was Jerry West's birthday or something. And I was like, happy birthday, Mr. Clutch, Jerry West. And someone was like, why do they call him Mr. Clutch or something? And somehow we went to, how was he Mr. Clutch if he won in 10 in the finals or one for nine in the finals? Something like that. Right. See, <laughs> stuff like that is my point. They I wouldn't held nothing. that against them. Right, but that's my point. Like, that type of team, like, at the end of the day, I understand basketball, the individual can dominate it way more than the typical team sport. I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still a team sport. Right. The finals record is still a team accomplishment. I it's agree with a, you. You know what I mean? That's why, that's why like, I, I, I kind of cringe a little bit when it's like, yeah, like, like you saying, you're excited to see them get to the playoffs, Phoenix to the playoffs, and all this and that. It's like, dang, if they don't win, I'm just thinking about, you know, thinking too far ahead. Perfect example. I'm tired of defending Dame Lillard in the group. I'm tired of it. People are like, well, Dame Lillard, you know, you need to switch teams. Right, no. His journey, he busts an ass over there in Portland. If that's where he want to be, that's where he want to be. Ain't no, you got to switch teams. Now, trust me, if you want to be a Laker, I ain't against it at all. <laughs> but ain't no, you got to switch teams. Not everybody wants that as their 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 legacy, their journey, whatever. He wants to be there in Oakland, or I'm sorry, in Portland, mm-hmm. and, you know, get it from the mud. And that's just how he is as a player. You know what's, you know what's weird about that, though? I can see the masses. I ain't saying no time soon, but at some point, I can see the masses flipping on Dane like they did on with Westbrook. Maybe think, un- so. think about it. Think about it. To this day, people will flip and still look at Westbrook as if he ain't he ain't nice. Like like the fact that Westbrook was putting up triple doubles twice in the season. People like, well, I mean, he's stat pad. They went to the playoffs. Like, it was him. And everybody else, what you mean? I mean, I'm not and a Westbrook guy. And he's still great. doing, you know, you know what I'm saying? You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's not, because he, because he was everybody's favorite, we all praise his passion, his loyalty, and all this and that. Because he didn't translate to wins, oh man, he ain't never gonna do nothing. Like he have he have one bad shooting season or so. It's like mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. Like people gonna flip. I could, I could see it happening with that for whatever reason. Might not be the exact same reason as Westbrook, but people gonna flip and not knowing that Westbrook this month, I think it's this month or like the, at least the last eight games is at, putting up stupid numbers. Like, incredible numbers. Shooting mm-hmm. the ball extremely well from three. 
from every, I think he's shooting 57% from the field, like over 40 from three with a triple-double at like 27 a game. It's it's crazy numbers he's putting up. But nobody can. You get what I'm saying? I got you. I mean, again, I'm not a, a Westbrook guy, so my rah-rah for Westbrook is it there. Like, I was not a fan of his. Like, I am yeah. a fan of Dame. Dame was one of my top three favorite players to watch in this league. Oh, yeah, yeah. But and the reason I mentioned him... Booker. Booker's like a top 10, one of my favorite players to watch in this league. Same thing with right. <laughs> I wasn't saying you, I was saying just the majority, because the majority of fans, you have to admit it, rock with Westbrook at some point. Yeah. Really rock with Westbrook. Yeah. And then now it's like... And again, I was in the, in the rare company that never really did. Yeah, I always felt like he was limiting KD. crazy, man. I always felt like he was limiting KD. That used to be my statement. How do you stop KD? Well, Carl Westbrook is point guard. That used to be my statement all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been it's been fun though. It's been fun watching basketball all day long. It's been fun. Yeah. The uh, I went into the to the uh, what you call it, the tournament, wanting to watch like certain players. Mm-hmm. Like that was already established as like you know lottery picks or whatever, mm-hmm. and then also see players who might catch my eye or teams that might catch my eye, and Garza played well for Iowa. They got bumped out. Yeah, he he yo he's so fundamentally sound. It's like I like Luka Garza. That's yo, the it's like I if like he with. if he played twenty years ago mm-hmm. in that NBA, he'd be a top ten pick. Now, he not even mocked in first round really? in today's game. Yeah, wow. like I, I like, I'm looking like yo, he put up thirty and twenty. Like he got a back to the basket game, mm. and he can shoot it. But I guess because he's not as quickly, oh. quick footed as switching pick and roll or, mm-hmm. um, shooting a three is the cherry to his game and not like a strong suit. Similar to how Kevin Love was coming out. Okay. Yeah, but Kevin Love was a 2020 guy, like Luca is in college. Exactly. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's weird that I don't see him on the mocks. I ain't see him nowhere in mock in mm-hmm. like the first round. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Super weird. I mean, like, I, I might I, just be an old school Emmy. I just I'm a fan of his game, like you said. You and me both. Like I enjoy watching him play. <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy watching him. Illinois went down. I like I enjoy watching them, but Io he gonna be a top pick at some point. Well, next year. Um, but the team that stood out to me that was like intriguing. I'm definitely gonna watch them when they play. Um, is it tonight? Yeah, they play. They play tonight. Yeah, they play tonight. Um, Colorado. I tuned in to watch Colorado versus Georgetown, you know. So they blew out Georgetown. Yo, (laughs) not only did they blow Georgetown out, they executed their game plan extremely well. And their five out basketball, when them shooters got hot, Al, it was nothing Georgetown could do. I swear the first half ended, they had at least... Two guys with five threes in the first half. I'm like, yeah, 
I'm gonna check them out against Florida State tonight. Just to see what they what they looking like, cause they was they were exciting to watch, and the point guard point guard for them was really good, like real fundamentally sound, understood the game. He ain't gonna wow you with like he's not the typical point guard in this era. He's more of a throwback feel, you know, what we grew up watching. So I wouldn't even say grew up watching, but. Well, yeah, grew up watching like '90s. <laughs> yeah, but no, that that that's gonna be fun to watch, man. Whatever news we got today. Oh, let's talk about this free agency, man. Let's talk about the Ravens. Mm. That's a great shirt you got on, by the way. Should say 2019, right? That's just that's the great shirt. 2019. 2019. Yeah, we just skipped the other year and we go straight to 21. I understand. <laughs> so this, this, this is going to be the most fun we're going to have as a Raven fan for a while. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's talk about it. You, you said missed opportunities in free agency. Let's talk about those first. Missed opportunities. What, 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 what did you consider a missed opportunity? I just... From the, I believe it was you who asked what what should we go after, um, as far as when we're trying to change passing coaches and implement the passing game, and I was like, well, it depends on the Ravens' philosophy. If you don't value it, then I don't care who you bring in, and not if your philosophy don't change, whoever you bring in is still just going to be blocking for you. And that's just okay. Fundamentally, it- from that point. I was like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna see what do they value. If if you can you can scream till you blew in the face to improve the passing game. If you don't value it, it's not going to improve. Okay. And John Harbaugh had a press conference. He was like, "Well, we middle of the pack." Okay, got you. Dead last is middle of the pack. Got it, John. Got it. I agree with you. That let me know. Passing ain't part of your ain't part of your repertoire right now. That's just not well, a fault. You gotta remember. You gotta remember what he what. Why did he say middle of the pack? He said they were middle of the pack in efficiency last year. That's that's what he was saying. That's what the middle of the pack reference was. Right. Was, be, but was being efficient. But huh? to me, football is a game that we teach five-year-olds to play. Keep it basic. We don't need all these, these arithmetics and mathematicians to, for True. football. True. And these ratings and these efficiency ratings and these nerve stats, as I call it. How many yards did you get? How many touchdowns did you get? If you're dead last in both of them, you're not middle of the pack. I'm sorry. That's just, that's just how it is. You don't value okay. it at that point. You're dead last and you're saying you're middle of the pack. You don't value it to me. That's how it comes off to me. And the, the dusty numbers that we offered... Juju Smith-Schuster, no, I get it. Juju is not a Pro Bowl wide receiver. He's not a number one wide receiver, quote-unquote. And I don't think that we actually, the way the Ravens value it, we're not going to get one unless we draft one and not get completely out the park on some shocking pick. We're not going to get a true number one franchise-changing Julio Odell Beckham, um, 
Arizona. Hopkins, we're not going to get one of those. Devontae Adams, we're not getting one of those unless we draft it. Okay, and so the, every guy that you mentioned was drafted, so <laughs> I'm just saying, everybody you yeah. mentioned was drafted to that team, so okay. And a lot of the time, well, DeAndre wasn't drafted to, to Arizona. No, but he wasn't. Odell wasn't drafted to to Cleveland either. Yeah, but 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 your point is they became they came in the doors number one guys because they were drafted. Yeah, but teams, I don't know. Traded I think, for them. I think Houston was was terrible, so I don't think they had to do too much to move up to get Hopkins. But I know Atlanta showed everything but the Georgia zone to get Julio. That was. We got Roddy White. Roddy White got about three to four more seasons, but nigga, we need somebody. And they value going to get a number one receiver to work with their rookie quarterback. They value that. It's a good, it's good examples, but still bad examples that plays against like why that mentality, that particular analogy was bad. That example was bad. That particular example was bad. Well, that's to me. That's valuing receiver. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you're yeah. you're aggressively attacking getting a number one receiver. Yeah. I don't think we've traded up, or it's not even our mo to trade up to get a receiver. If they did that, I I would be shocked. Like I don't even see that ever in the Ravens' mo to trade up to get a receiver. I'll see us trading up to get a lineman, uh, um, a linebacker. Something on defense, I ain't trade. Me trade up, get no receiver. I just don't see. Okay. It. So, like I said, to me, we just don't value it like that. And right, we sitting here <laughs> trying to, and not to go against um Roland. Roland is my guy. I appreciate everything he brings to sideline talk when he's on the on the podcast and what he posts in the group and what he posts, you know, in our chat. It's always something that makes me look at something in a different way. But he posted something about a five tight end set. And I'm like, <laughs> this just don't make sense. We are really putting our eggs in a basket of three tight ends that never played for the Ravens. Only one of those three has three NFL catches that we just traded for. He has three catches more than me in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he was drafted in when? 2017, 18? 19. Okay, 2019. He got three catches. Like, I just don't see us trying to move that passing game forward with that many tight ends. If we are, I just don't see how you could sit there and think that's going to win. Because you're, you're putting bigger, slower people on the field of a game that's sped up. To me. And right. He, he, he mentioned you, you don't know. You're not, you're not a coordinator. I'm not. But as far as I know, there's no coordinator in the NFL that ever wearing five tight ends. I'm sorry. I've never seen it. Like I said, we just don't value we don't value the passing game enough to sit here and say we changed this in the passing game, we changed this in the coordinator. We mm. 
See, I you wouldn't don't argue it enough. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I I just happy that you know you echoing what I mentioned. I want to say four, three years ago. At least three years. Yeah, four years ago now. I said that four years ago. And everybody's saying the Ravens don't draft wide receivers well. And I had the whole thread saying, no, the Ravens don't value that position as much as the average fan. Only time they really attempted to to use high draft picks on young wide receivers, it was only a handful of times. Literally, you could count them on one hand. You know? But at the same time... Right. I'm here. Keep talking. Say, huh? Okay. Oh, no, no, I'm here. Just... All right, change it around real quick. But at the same time, to say that philosophy is wrong or, you know, that's not the, the right way to go, the Ravens have been, they won, what, two Super Bowls mm-hmm. since 96. I could think of two times, but I don't think there was a top ten receiver that we'd have drafted right here. Exactly. The Ronnie so, Stanley pick, and I'm not against Ronnie Stanley like some people are in the group, but that was a high pick. And, and the Joe and Flacco. It worked out beautifully. Yeah. Like the best pick to do. The Joe Flacco pick initially was a top ten. And they traded back. And they traded back yeah. once once Matt Ryan got picked. They're like, all right, we know we getting Joe Flacco. We can go ahead and trade out of the spot. Yeah, they, they needed a quarterback. It was Matt and Joe. They needed a quarterback. So, it's like, to say they don't, uh, the passing game, they don't, they don't value the pass, I would disagree with that. I feel like, I feel like this year, the moves that they made as far as a coaching staff says that we care about developing our receivers, our young receivers, probably the first time ever that we truly care about developing the young 
because you go and get two wide receiver coaches. Essentially, that's what you got. Yeah. You got two wide receiver coaches, and not just any two. We got you got one in T. Martin, who was a former quarterback mm-hmm. and a successful quarterback in college, who played in the pros, who has um, under his tutelage as far as being a wide receiver coach on his journey. He coached uh, Robert Woods, Randall Cobb, Juju, Marquise Lee, um, the boy this year coming out of Tennessee, you know, the guys who were there last year. Like, mm-hmm. he's caring. He, he understands. He's young. He understands. He gets it. That's... And then you got Coach Doug. Out, that list is too long. That list goes back to James Jones. Yeah. You feel me? I agree with to... those hires. I think those hires are great hires. But my concern goes to if they are able to implement something that Greg Roman knows how to call. No, no, no. See, you're thinking about implementing certain different schemes. That's what you're thinking about. I'm thinking that the route concept, like T. Martin and these wide receiver coaches can help with creating better route schemes than what we currently had. Um, in the Tennessee game, if I can ever find this video, if I can ever find this video again, DuVernay had a double move that beat his corner. But the receivers were running in the same exact spot that had put the safety right back where he was trying to go. So, if right. DuVernay... If those rock combinations are better and DuVernay is one-on-one with his guy, that's touchdown. Easy for Lamar. All right. But the, the other receiver put the safety right over top of him. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. You know why? Because we're going to talk about the... the I'm going to take that example. And I'm going to use the same team, the Titans. You said against the Titans this happened, right? Mm-hmm. The Titans had a play against the Browns where Corey Davis was on the right side of the field, split out. A.J. Brown was split out on the left side of the field. They both had digs. A.J.'s dig was inside release like it's supposed to be at like uh, 12, like, like 12 yards. Like, I, think he's, he, I think he broke it up at like 12 and came down to 10. No, no. He broke it, up, broke it up at 15 and came down to 12. Whereas Corey Davis is dead, supposed to have been at 10 and come down to 8. But because Corey rounded the route, they ran into each other. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be something as simple as it's there, but somebody messed up on their route. Mm-hmm. And Coach Doug, he specializes in knowing how to sink your hips. If I tell you, if the route calls for you to sink your hips at five and run down at five, he has the ability to coach that up to where it's natural and explosive for receivers to do that. It's very, like, I got an example I can, I'll send you. Look at the, the game where the Ravens played the Chiefs this year. Sammy Watkins runs an angle, uh, a shake route. He's running full speed and just stops 
immediately and gets out on a straight line. Marcus Peters ain't know what to do. Mm. That came from working with Coach Doug. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something something as simple as that can can tweak things. Like like if if the guy ain't running to Duvernay or where Duvernay was supposed to be, that's that's what, 20, 30 yard pickup or more. Mm-hmm. So you that's why I say this is the first time they really put emphasis on that. Because before you got a regular wide receiver coach who just, you know, going through the motions, trying to learn and get, get up and get through the uh through the ranks and possibly coordinate and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Whereas Doug, he's a wide receiver. He specializes in, no, we got to do this right. If it ain't right, it ain't right. We got to get this right. Mm-hmm. If it's at six, you got to be at six. If you, if you snap it down at seven, you got to snap at seven. It got to be like water. Like, nah, boom. You got to stop right there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying, like, something that simple I'm excited to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I like those hires. Like I said, if if we can get these schemes and these, you know, the drops, the, the thing goes to can Greg Roman call it up? I don't believe in Greg Roman calling it up. Calling perfect plays. Or that, calling the plays that takes the shots. Or I can't even say take, call the plays that takes the shots because if the shot's not, if Lamar not taking the shot, I can't blame that on Greg. Exactly. <laughs> Cause you see, you see shot plays. It's just, it's like but I also see everybody running the seven and turning around too. I see that. Exactly. I see that more times than I, I want to. I get that. I get that. <laughs> you know, and, and like I said before, like that particular play, everyone go to seven and flip around. Everybody has that. Even the great Kansas City Chiefs has that. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of they execute it, and it's not nothing that, you know, that goes in nobody's mind. You know what I mean? The fact that they hit in the bigger plays, it's like people don't care that they run all hitches in 2020. Nobody cares because they hit on the big plays. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's, at the end of the day, it's like, can Greg call it up? All right, we all agree he's not a great coordinator. Not the greatest coordinator. Not the greatest coordinator in the past game. In a run game, he's excellent. I ain't got no issue but, with that. Right, but but in the passing game, but still, like we we can say that, and we agree he's not the greatest quarter in the passing game. But every game this year, every game this year, the Ravens had the opportunity to win. It was in the game. I feel like that's every game we've had Lamar. If I missed it, I'm wrong. <laughs> but I feel like that's every game you have Lamar. You have that. Right, you have that right, stimulus package called every- Lamar Jackson. Wait, but that's every game that Greg Roman was a coordinator too. Yes. You, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. So it's but like, it's again, like, when it's you just, have that, when you have that stimulus package, that, that weapon X called Lamar Jackson in your backfield. Anything is possible to happen. That's why I call him Weapon X because you have no idea how he's going to kill you. You have absolutely no idea, but right, you just know right, he's, right, he's right. able to do so. Right, and and with him, he makes it. It, it gives it. It makes it. Right. Uh, we haven't helped him. To to me, we haven't helped him the, as good as much as we could have with while he was still in his rookie deal. I would say yes. He's still on the rookie deal, though. It ain't like he got. Huh? It ain't like he got five more years on the rookie deal. No, but but Al, Al, you, you, you gotta remember what year this is. It's not like like 
Like, this is, like, year five for him. This is three. Whereas the first year, he only played half a year mm-hmm. because of Joe. Mm-hmm. Let the second year, MVP. the second year in the draft, what did we do? We got him to receive that. Got Marquise, right, right, first round. Got him Actually, we got two, two receivers, right. Who was the second receiver? Marvin Boykin was on that draft as well. Oh yeah, we got him two receivers in the first in the first hundred picks. Mm-hmm. The first hundred picks, he got him two receivers, and he already had two tight ends that he came in the class with. Mm-hmm. And what he do that year under Greg Roman's Greg Roman's first year as a coordinator, Lamar's first year with the two young guys, and they started damn near every game that year. Mm-hmm. Led league in touchdowns, they were number one in pass efficiency. It was number one in the run game. And then last year, what happened? You draft two more receivers, and COVID hit. So I'm like, it's it's COVID. Like, you didn't have a training camp. No one had that though. It's, right. So when you, when no one has that, everyone is on the same same equal footing to me. Every rookie receiver is on that same equal footing. Not necessarily. CD Lamb is on the same equal footing as the other rookies. Nah. No, don't get me. I'm not saying he's the same talent as these other rookies. That's not what I'm saying. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm not saying he's the same talent, but what I'm saying is you can't say, well, it's COVID. They couldn't. CD couldn't. You know, Rugs couldn't. And I'm not saying Rugs had the best year. You know, Judy couldn't. You mentioned the guys. You keep mentioning these guys that was top 15 players. Like, they could like these, like these are no brainer guys. We're not talking about a guy that was six, a six round pick, and a, and a third round slot receiver who struggles with route running, even at Texas. He was a sprinter. Mm-hmm. Like, like let's be real, what we got, like we got talent, they need to be cultivated. That's that's There's a reason why yeah. James Prochet went six, not just because it was a deep class, but it was also a reason why he worked. Duvernay needs work. Ain't no, ain't no way around it. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not using. I want to say, all right. All the, all the, the errors on the Ravens was because of COVID. I'm not gonna say that, no. Because you know, you, you supposed to. They could have did things better to make it easier, mm-hmm. or you know, the, the game plan could have been a little better. Could have been better executed. The blocking could have been better. But it also was the first year when you lose an ankle on your O line, mm-hmm. and that affects the game. That affects timing. In 2019, the man had all day to throw. Right, you went into the draft knowing that. You went into free agency knowing that. True, but what's no <laughs> valuable options? You went, you went and got the young guys in in uh, in the draft, try to develop them. You went and got DJ Fluka. Actually, that was your guy. You you went and signed Fluka. Like, all right, we can we can use Fluka in the run game and be just as dominant. Then you know, put him on the side with Zeus. They can hold it down for a bit in the passing game. It ain't work. They want to like he got beat out in camp by a rookie. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? And it's just like it's still a rookie. It's still a rookie. Like to say Lamar, they ain't they ain't do nothing for Lamar is is wrong. No, I said they didn't do nothing for Lamar. Lamar is definitely said, being no, catered to. You said to help him on his rookie deal. 
Yes, I said we haven't done as much as we should have to help him on his rookie deal. We've so definitely done enough. You, do. you, draft, you got one, two, you drafted four receivers. Four receivers that we all like. Like Two of them we couldn't, two of them we didn't even use. We didn't use DuVernay right. except for punt like, return. And James right, Forsay was punt return, and he got moved off of it. All right, so we, so they could have just threw them on the field. Well, we don't know if they was running the wrong routes or if the game was too fast for them or what. We don't know that. We, we don't, don't know that. that. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, Right, we don't know like, that. That's fair. We got to give them some level of respect that they know what they're doing. Just off the fact that. The majority of their, what, was it 25 years or so now? Mm. For the majority of that, forget, they have been a competitive franchise. And the majority of, like, was it 70, 80% of John Harbaugh's tenure as a Raven, they have been a contending team. We have to give them some type of respect to know they, they know who to put on the field. We're about 60, 63%. All right, cool. 60%. <laughs> All right, cool. Like I'm just like I'm just saying, like if if the guy wasn't ready, the guy wasn't ready. Like Taylor has a saying, we tell we have a saying we tell players, if you can't tell me you what to do on, in this situation on this route against this coverage, how can I trust you to put you on the field? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we don't know, we we don't know, we speculate. That's all we can do, but. Let's let's judge. Let's judge it this year with another with another camp. Because with another you see camp. how year one you see how year one Lamar looked with camp mm-hmm. for rookie camp. He ain't looked that he ain't looked that great in the air. Right. Right. What happened with a full camp as a starter and working on things? Coming in as a starter, being able to have his guys with him over the summer. It and looked a lot cat. better. What do you do? What do you do? MVP. All right. So I'm just saying, like, we, we'll see. We'll right. see. Like I said, if if it came down, if we'll all see. I had to worry about was can Lamar Jackson play quarterback, then there's no worries. There's not a worry at all. That's not the only thing that I have to worry about with this team. No, I'm saying I'm saying that in reference to the passing game. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying in reference to. Let's just see. I mean to say it as a team, but if the passing game was dependent on can Lamar play quarterback, can Lamar make a pass, then there's no worries. All right, cool. Then we better that. If that was a that's dead to the Ravens. That's not even a thought to the Ravens at all. That's dead to me. I know some people have have the he's a running back. I don't have those concerns. That's what I'm saying. I don't have those concerns. All that, all that funny stuff, cool. I don't want to pay that on my head. I know that's that's my guy. I, I rock with Lamar. I just don't think passing scheme-wise and attacking the passing game how we should, I'm not asking for him to be number one in pass. But if you're going to be number one in run, I expect you to be around... No higher than eighteen and run. I mean, in pass. Right. So, so that's why I said we'll see. That's why I said we'll see this year and see how it go. And that's where I, I want to go. Eighteen football. And <laughs> and it's like before, before it was like the Ravens didn't do enough to to you know bring enough young guys in. 
you know, and ain't develop them. Lately, it's been, it's been nothing but young guys. And young guys seeing the field. It's not like we signed a 38-year-old veteran receiver to come in and start over somebody that's 22. Nah. Like, even even the old man we brought in off the street, he had to earn his reps and he barely seen the field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and we don't know, like, Will he have we don't know. Reps? Right, and we don't know what it was mentally with DuVernay why he didn't see more snaps than Willie Steve. We don't know. We we really don't know. It had, it got to be something more than physical because we all agree that, you know, he, he like the better, he's a better receiver than Willie Sneed. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, But the Ravens didn't, the Juju thing, I, I guess because he's a stealer, and he's a young man that Ravens fans didn't want Juju anyway. I don't understand it. We're not in a position to say what we want, what we don't want. At 32 and passing. We ain't, we ain't, got, that type, we ain't got that type of luxury. But, right, and even <laughs> with that, I don't understand. How can you watch this young man play and say, yeah, yeah, we don't need him. He won't work for us. Like, what? It's funny that this is the year... This is four years, I believe it was four years, after we went to the draft. So these guys that are hitting free agency now are guys that we really, really scouted hard and was like, yo, we should get yo in this round. All right, we didn't get him in the first round. We got Marlon Humphrey, so we get our receiver, you know, this day. And Juju was on that list. Juju was on that short list. Cooper Cup. Um... Oh, I can't, my mind just went blank. Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas. No, this wasn't Michael Thomas, yeah. It was just after that. Well, no, it was after the Michael Thomas. This was, right. oh my God. Who was, Kenan Reynolds? Kenan McReynolds? Kenan Reynolds? Not Kenan Reynolds. Don't say Ken, no, Kenan Reynolds was someone we drafted. That was a quarterback. Yeah, no, no not him. Oh my gosh. There was another one. Josh Reynolds. Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds was on this draft. Yeah. yeah. He just signed with the Titans, by the way. Yeah. I'm Corey mad at Davis the Titans. Davis was in this draft. Corey Davis was in the draft. That was a guy we... That's the guy I wanted in the first draft. round. This is John Ross draft. <laughs> right. John Ross is signed right. with someone else. But but think about it. Think about it. That year, the two names that was always linked to the Ravens amongst amongst pundits and fans was Corey Davis and Juju. Mm-hmm. Because the mocks and how everything was going, the Ravens, I think, was picking like 16th or somewhere that year. 17th, yeah, 16. somewhere in the teens. 16. And, like, the way things was going, like, when you based off needs and, um, like, in ranking them, Corey Davis was no, he wasn't even thought of going top five. Right. It's like, oh, at worst, the Ravens had to move up two slots to get him. And the Ravens came out and mentioned it. They was willing to move up to get him. Like, I remember that presser. Mm. But he went five. Yeah. And then John Ross went nine. Like, God. And I I think it was another... Oh, Um, Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams. seven. So it was like, yo. It was crazy. Yeah. But Juju was in that mix. And, you know, I look at Juju and, like, that's a talented kid. Yeah, I thought we... I want to see him as a Raven. We thought him as as a second-day pick for the Raven. Yeah, I'd love to see it. 
You know, we, yeah. we was like, that. we passed on Juju. Passed on him twice. Got Tyus Bowden. <laughs> you know, and then we, we signed Bowden to a, a long-term deal. So, mm-hmm. it's working out for us, I guess. From that standpoint, he got his long-term Juju's on the way yet. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, I like Ty. I think Tyus will step up. In a yeah. bigger role, because even, even in his limited role, he played well. Yeah. So, the Kenny Galladay thing, when when it came out that he signed with the Giants, mm-hmm. and what happened, that confirmed, oh, we had no shot. We couldn't even make an offer. Mm-hmm. That's what, that, that's what that, that told me. Because, one, you cash-strapped. A year with ev- just about every free agent outside of like maybe what five, six or so mm-hmm. was signing one year deals. He get a four year seventy seven million, like with with the escalators and all incentives, mm-hmm. it can bubble up to seventy seven million. What over forty guaranteed? Man, he wasn't. <laughs> we could we couldn't do nothing with that. That's fair, I guess. Yeah, that's that's dead. But Ravens got Sammy coming in. Sammy is in town. Can't say I'm excited. I, I'm confused. <laughs> Rolling confused me. Rolling confused me. It's no need. I, I would say not being excited is good. That's good. You shouldn't be excited. Shouldn't be at all. It's a it's a receiver who is extremely talented, who is still really fast, gets open, who catches the ball, who is clutching the playoffs, but he's been injury prone. They ain't played a full sixteen since year one. Hmm. Ain't had a thousand yards since year three. Under Greg Roman, of all people. (laughs) (laughs) That's ironic. So, you shouldn't be excited. You know, you still need to be excited. To me, is it a good move? Most definitely. Most definitely it's a good move. Like, if if they... Obviously, the Ravens, one, being cash-strapped, and and two, they don't... They don't waste their money outside of the Joe Flacco deal. They don't waste their money. I don't want to waste their money. Well, should I say, they don't put themselves in a situation where they'll be hurting the team more than anything. I'll put it that way. But, so it'll be, they'll sign to some type of, it'll be a, a fair deal. But for a guy that's still 27, God, man, 27, 27, what? was very productive on the field, when he's on the field, coming to a staff. Yeah, at least 30. Huh? Say, so yeah, at least 30. Nah. I feel like Sammy Watkins been around for forever. He came, he was, 2014 was his rookie year. Damn, I've seen that so long ago. That's the old L draft. <laughs> It, just, it seems so long ago. You're right. It just seems long ago. 
He's a right. He's a young. He's still a young man. He still he still make out corners look silly. That's what I, that's that's the funny thing. Oh man, Sammy. It's a young man who still get over. There's, the biggest thing with him is can he stay healthy? Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. He joining a training staff. The majority of our players since since this uh, strength coach been here. Outside of the COVID break, has been healthy. Yeah. So who? Who knows? Then he then you know who knows? It's gonna be low risk, you know, far as money wise, and we'll see. The reward could be pretty high because he blocks well, he catches the ball extremely well, he runs good routes. You know what I mean? And he's still pretty fast. It's it's an upgrade. It's not the one we want. It's not like saying, all right, we got Sammy, so we done with a receiver. Nah. Nah, this, to me, this will, this is more like like an insurance thing. Whereas, you ain't got to bring in a rookie year one, like the first year post-COVID, and we don't know what type of protocols will, you know, will be back in place or whatever, but you ain't got to bring the rookie in year one and immediately say, look, I gotta throw you in the fire. Like you could you could actually let him learn a little bit. You feel me? Yeah. If he's if if it works. So we'll see. Be interesting. I don't know why I thought it was like thirty. Like I said, that just seems so long ago, but thirty. Right. He'd be 28 by the time the season starts. Say it again? He'd be 28 when the season starts. His birthday's in June. Alright, cool. Say it, say he don't mind staying at all. He's on my list of free agents. Yeah, he, yeah, he turned 28. Yeah, he said he was right. Kenny was getting 70. Stupid. He'll bet on R. Kelly at a prom. Well, I bet on Greg in the clutch. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> That'll work. At least. Okay, no, I ain't gonna do that. Leave that alone. Leave that R. Kelly alone. Got people sensitive. This ain't the sense. If this, that's not the sensitive show. No, I gotta leave that alone, though. I gotta leave it alone. Like I said, I'm still listening to my R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. I still watch the show every day. So. Yeah. I watch the coffee. <laughs> like, come on. Like, we got... If... if oh, man. I'll be oh, careful closer. Right. If we gonna do that, if we... Oh, boy. You ain't gonna be able to listen to shit. <laughs> you gotta hold that standard high, please. Yeah, if, you, standard. I, if you wanna go by the mall, please, you ain't gonna be able to listen to nothing. <laughs> The way they trying conversation, man. The way they try to do Kurt Franklin, I'm like, Jesus, he ain't do nothing. <laughs> he ain't do nothing. He talked talk to a grown-up. Right, he talked to a grown-up. <laughs> had a conversation with a grown man. And then the grown man was like, I think, <laughs> low-key, I think the reason Kurt cussed him out more, well, fact, no, Kurt probably felt hurt the most when he found out there was a video of this. Like, hold up. Right. I understand we beefing, but I thought I raised my son not to have those type of tendencies. 
Like that's a female trait. That's that's. I wouldn't. That's soft for the capital yeah. S. Yeah. You a grown up. Yeah. I'm recording and posted. Yeah, that's very what? sassy. I will say that. I'm gonna say as a female tendency, I don't want disrespect. But that's definitely sassy. sassy. I'll say that. Good. Good. <laughs> Thank you for, for correcting me. You know, in this this era. But that ain't like a grown. Like, I will be hurt. My son grew up to be like. <laughs> let me record this and post it. Like. Nah, we having a conversation as grown men. One, I'm not gonna disrespect my father like that. I don't give a damn how old I get. That's just not gonna happen. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Shucks. My if mine's was here, it'd be the same thing. Like, man, it's crazy. Hmm. That's crazy. Respect though. goes a long way for me. And that was the first thing. To talk to your father like that, that disrespect. And then the confront right. com- the disrespect by trying to expose him. Dude, this a breadwinner for your family. I'm not saying that you still eating off of him. I don't know your situation. But this is a, a breadwinner for your family. If not, he's probably the breadwinner mm. for your house. And you try to assassinate his character? How? Like, I just, I don't get that as a as a grown man. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? You know what's the 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 uh the more what made it what made it even dumber? How can you assassinate a character of a man who said from day one that I'm flawed, and because he was so open about it, he identified with so many people. It's a reason why you know. No matter what hip hop or whatever, it's the reason why he crossed culture, mm-hmm. why he crossed genres of music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because he's a human. He's a real man. Right. Like oh, we like Kurt Franklin had a whole sit down with Oprah a decade ago about pornography. Right. <laughs> like what you like? Oh, we knew he was bent. We knew he was flawed. Like come on, like stop, 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 stop this. Like, I respect the standard you hold, you know, we hold Christians to and all of that. But have the same standard for yourself. Right. Because the same person upset about it, you the same person with the same issues. So stop it. Like, stop it. Like, get out of here. It's true. Insane. But getting back to football, I said said Roland confused me because in the chat, he he put an angry face and said we find in Sammy. Wasn't Roland the one telling us in them long posts months ago that we really just need, we don't need a big star at X. We just need somebody at the defense respect, like a Sammy Watkins. (laughs) I could have sworn he wrote that multiple times. And then he flying in, like, Roland, you were right. You called (laughs) this three, four months ago. (laughs) It is coming, now you... Now you mad that she was right? Like, that's funny to me. Like I'm, I was confused. Like hold up, bro. Like I know you believe in what you said, but now it's here. You like an angry face. I guess she didn't want. I don't know. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> we need someone like Sammy Watkins, but not necessarily Sammy. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. That's funny though. That's funny. It's not know. like this. It's not the end all, be all. Though. 
again. I don't see how he takes us from 32 <laughs> to 18, but I'll, I'll let it ride. Say it again? So I don't see how he takes us from 32 to 18, but I'll let it ride. Let's see. Because the game draft is... It's, draft will be here before of, we know. What's that? The, the Kansas City fans will say they don't win a Super Bowl without him. A lot of Kansas City fans will say that. So let let that sink in. It wasn't. It's not like like that was uh, three four years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, a lot of them say, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, we need him. They need him. They needed him to win that Super Bowl. I, mean, I think they're so good. I think with Pringle. They needed Sammy Watkins. Well, Pringle, Miko, and of course Tyreek. I still think they're good. <laughs> Did he bring Demarcus Robinson back? I don't know. Let me see. If you say he did good, but I was mad about. Uh, but but what is that? Yeah, he might be leaving. I don't think they. But they was also in the mix for uh, Juju. And some other people. So they don't believe in what they got outside of Tyreek and... No, I believe they believe in getting better. They don't want to be stagnant at all. I believe they... I'm sorry, let me let me change that. They believe in getting better on the offensive side of the ball. Because I damn sure don't see nothing that they did to their defense to get better. Offensively... They got rid of everybody on the line. They got the Thurney and another all they, pro. They gave they gave Tooney all that money. Then they they uh, Martinez Rankins. Then they signed him. They signed another guard. They signed two guards. It was Tooney and another one. I can't remember who else. Kyle Long came out of retirement. Kyle Long. He a guard? Yeah. I don't know. What I'm thinking Chris Long. Yeah, how long came out of retirement to go there? So that's that interior. You said Martinez ranking. I like ranking coming out. Right. So, but so we'll see how that go. And then you know, defensively, what did they do? What did they do defensively? They signed anybody? I don't think so. I find they got they signed somebody. I thought they signed a corner. Somebody help me out in the chat. Mm-mm. They got Blake Bell, Joe Thurney, and uh, Kyle Long. Big Bell's a tight end. What else? Like I said, they believe in getting better offensively. They lost a crap load of defensive players. Well, you, you look at that Super Bowl game, that's what they needed it the most. <laughs> they needed it the most in the Super Bowl to get better offensively. Well, it knows. It wasn't 
Besides their offensive line, it wasn't much they were going to do to get better offensively. <laughs> they needed to be better defensively. There wasn't no need for them. Hey, there wasn't no need for them old men, especially Gronk, to be, to be carrying them niggas like that. Mm-mm. <laughs> like, man, their number one target couldn't get open. The number two target couldn't get open the way Devontae David was playing defense. And, uh, no, 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 no. What? No, that's the number one target. Oh, yeah, you do get the most targets. You're right. Yeah, that's the number one target. Like, bruh. He had a decent number at the end, but. <laughs> like, yo. Yeah. Throwing that thing all over the place. Yeah, I ain't. The biggest shock was them not being able to stop Gronk. Like, there ain't no shock. This is a shock for who it is. I mean, you talking about Gronk and Patriot days, but out injuries. Gronk, we talking. I had to rest up for a year away from football, doing everything I could on Fox. Gronk. Once again, that's not a shock. <laughs> The only reason I say that because they were loaded. Like, it's not like it was just Gronk and nobody else. They, like, I don't think people realize, or, or I guess you take you take for granted, how stacked that Buccaneers team is. No, it's just a great team. It's a great team. Like, it was, it's a stacked team. You yeah. had two backs. So you got to stop the run. Both backs had over five yards of carry. Mm-hmm. You had Mike Evans that you got to send two for because you ain't got a corner that can play him straight up and down. Mm-hmm. You had Godwin in the slot. And because, you know, Brady liked to throw to the slot anyway, to the middle of the field. You got A.B., that you gotta worry about as well, because he can't be guarded one on one. And then you got the two tight ends, Gronk and Bray. So I'm like, and it's not like Gronk had a monster numbers. Like from a number standpoint, if you ain't watch the game, you say, "Oh, Kelsey, y'all play Gronk." In the Super Bowl, then yeah, had, Gronk had six had. catches for yeah. sixty-seven yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. The two the two touchdowns is the difference. The two touchdowns is a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, well, obviously. But I, I'm just saying, like, on the flip side, we said Levante David shut him down. He couldn't get open. The man still had 10 catches for 133 yards. Okay. <laughs> you, get what, you get what I'm saying? It must be all clean up. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like I said, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. Gronk, Gronk's a dude. Yeah, you got a good. He had a great defense going against a defense we really ain't respect. Like that's not that good. Right. So, wasn't really too surprising. Right. Not surprising at all, especially for me because I called it. So they don't get that ass whooped. <laughs> they gonna get home before. Play on that back end, and offensively, you can't. They ain't gonna be able to stop Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Doing nothing, and that's what it looked like. We're going to run when we want, and we're going to throw when we want. You would think I would learn one day. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what I meant to ask you. 
a couple. I hope I hope your memory is working. It wasn't too long ago though. You 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 had you had questions about Terrace Marshall. What did you say? What did you say about him? I know you you, you like him to the Ravens, but you said. Was it, was it, I can't remember what you said. Did you, was it like you wasn't sure if he was, you know, the guy or, or what? I forgot what you said. That's weird because I got to rewatch, I got to rewatch Terrence Marshall. I remember watching him because Jamar Chase was supposed to be the guy. And Terrence Marshall stepped up from two to one and he didn't take advantage of being that number one receiver. That's what you. That's what you said. Yeah. You gotta rewatch it because I I went back because I started like scouting him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen, he was three. Right. And he put up great numbers. Everybody put up numbers in that offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went crazy. Right. They went absolutely crazy. So this year, Jamal sit out. Mm-hmm. Everybody leaves. Right. He goes primarily from playing. He was like he played a lot of outside mm-hmm. in nineteen. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year they moved him around more. He played. He played a lot more slot this year. Than he played X and Y, right? Yeah, he played. He played around. Played some Z. He played. Yeah, he moved mm-hmm. around a bit. Ain't drop a beat. Okay. Like watching him, he got. He had some. Some focus drops where, you know, he, he'll peek and see if somebody coming. Yeah, he'll take a high off the ball. Every now and then. Um, he got he to get a little heavier <laughs> run game a little bit. But, yeah, he'll playmaker for sure. Mm-hmm. He'll playmaker. I don't know if I see, like, super special, but. I mean, I see solid. I don't see great. Yeah. He talented. I see good. I'm sorry. I don't want to say solid. I see good. I just don't see great. Right. I think I think somebody had a, a comp to uh, Justin Jefferson. Whereas I, I seen another comp saying like he's in that Terrell Williams, um, that Terrell Williams mode. Hmm. Long rangey, deep threat. Hmm. You know, go up and get it types. Was it him? That wasn't getting much stuff, separation. Dude. He ain't get. He, so look, this is this is the thing, right? This is the thing, because I've been looking at guys for Ravens. Like usually, I just look and say who's nice, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. So now I'm looking like, let me see for guys that will pull us. I'm not even tripping off route running this year, simply because I know who we got. Who we got coaching, right? Exactly. So I'm looking for everything else. And see, in, in factoring that in, the fact that, that Terrence Marshall can be the third option in Feast to being the man and get all the attention and still put up numbers, mm-hmm. that says a whole lot. That says a whole lot about him. And, like, that alone, you know, could get him drafted high. Then you factor in, he's 6'4. Yeah, thank you. Lucky run, lucky run about four, four, four. He's a late Thursday pick. 
think he's late Thursday. I don't think he lasts a Friday night. I was watching oh, that's what I'm Alright, so Alright, let's see, let's see This free agency Let's see The teams that needed uh, Receivers mm-hmm. The Giants Didn't really need a receiver That wasn't like priority for one right. But they went and got one Well, that's a joke That's a uh, Danny Jones Pick up. Yeah, but if I give you, if I give you all of these weapons, and you're still not producing, we're not picking up that fifth, that fifth year option. You gotta see what we got in Danny, in Danny Don. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So that's how I see that pick. Okay. But I still think they need, they need help on the line. Like that's that's my thing. You get killed back there. <laughs> Secondary receivers, though. Just because you sleeping, all right. They got secondary receivers, but they but they don't value. They the other team like the Raiders. We drafted more receivers than the, the than the uh, Patriots. 
They not good at drafting it either. They suck at drafting receivers. No, that's because they don't value it. Right. They not going. Like, they value it now because they ain't got Tom Brady. Tom Brady and his prime just throw him out there with the popcorn for everything. He's good. He got you. No, Al, when I say value, I'm talking about like spending first round picks on him. Right. Larry was the first one ever. Right. That's what I'm saying. So now that you have, you don't have Brady and his prime. You do that now. I get that. I get what you're saying. I say they don't because Kendrick Bourne is a guy that that's a flat out stud that mm-hmm. people sleep on. You got Bourne. It, it was somebody else they got, and then and then since they do a lot of two tight ends anyway. Yeah, you got two stud tight ends. They're definitely going to feature that tight end more than that receiver. So, pass catcher, pass catcher won't be their number one option. Especially with Cam on a one-year deal. They might go quarterback. Yeah, I don't think they'll reach for a quarterback there, though. That's, well, that's not really a reach. If it's a talented quarterback, don't fall in your lap. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see them reaching for someone that would be, like, a late first guy. Like, Lawrence is going to be off the board. Trevor Lawrence is going to be off the right, board. Because they, they picking the teams. They right. picking the teams. Trevor Lawrence will be off the board. Landry Fields will be off the board. If Trey Lance and Zach Wilson are off the board, they're not picking Mac Jones. All right, that's good. There. That's good. You go ahead, Mac Jones. That's good. But my point is, even they, even if they trade you back out of that spot, my point is they're not drafting a receiver. So okay. it looks as if it's... Like the way it's going, logically, it's it's like say it's weird that it's four years later. It looks as if the receiver, a game changer receiver like you mentioned, just might fall in our lap. Just just basing on me, it's a it's a chance. Kadarius Tony start dropping. <laughs> Don't get excited. Don't get excited. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying if Kadarius Tony drops. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> no, I, to me, that's the same guy. That's what we already got. That's my guy, yo. Except his knees are different. That's my guy. Like, I, like, I, but either way, either way, either way, it's like Tony, it's looking as if, it's looking as if they're going to be there in the late first and in the second round. So I, I see Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle is the top three wide receiver that's going to be picked. Not for me. Not for me, but... I think those three will be picked first. Oh, yeah, I can see that. But the thing is, like, where? The first three probably go within the first ten picks. Right. You know? Oh, right. They, they probably go there. But... And then I think between Waddle and Tony, if you want to... Waddle injury may scare some people off. His injury history may scare some people off. So you may have Tony over Waddle. Either way, that's my point. Either way, they, they'll be late first, early second. And then so, you get somebody to fall down like uh, um, the receiver we were just talking about, Marshall. He's already mocked his late first. Rashad right. Bateman or... Bateman, Bateman, Bateman second round. Not- 
Station is the best shit in the, in the grass. Okay. I got to watch them. I, 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 I was Big Man over, over Chase, to be honest. Okay. I got to watch them, but the ranking that I had as receivers from the list that I'm, I'm scouting from, that I started from. Had Bateman behind those guys. I believe he's right behind Marshall. I think he's my next yeah. to watch after Marshall. Gotcha. But I'm saying either way, the way it's going, and you factor in um, teams not drafting, um, not signing a lot of edge rushers, mm-hmm. they gonna go early. That's what that's that's what that's showing me. Mm-hmm. And then it's we already know it's a great draft for tackles and guards. Mm-hmm. It's a great draft for that. So, with all that being said, I'm telling you, the receivers gonna go late. Cool. That's that's just the way it's looking. So, and like, seems like every GM is looking at it that way too. Like, hold up, ain't got a lot of money anyway. They, they gonna be there. Tony cool. gonna be there. Waddle gonna be there. Bateman gonna be there. Marshall gonna be there. Josh Palmer gonna be there. Just so on and so forth. So, got an opportunity. Like, watching, like, scouting certain guys, I'm like, I don't, to me, it's only, it's only a handful that I would say, you're going to be a stud. Like, multiple Pro Bowls, you know, in that conversation, it's already a tough conversation because, like, be honest, like twenty receivers now that you can argue is top ten guys. Mm. So it's going like it's only a handful in this class that will be added to that list, in my opinion. So, but we got a lot of contributors. That's going to be a solid guy. So we'll see. We'll see. I didn't get too heavy in the past rushes. I just watched two, and I love, I love both of them. <laughs> Collins and, and Phillips. Jalen Collins and Jalen uh, Phillips. Yo, Russell, too. <laughs> I, listen, besides, besides them two, and Quiddy Pay. I haven't watched Quiddy yet. Besides them three, I ain't seen a pass rush I like better than them three. That's it. Like, I'm being honest. Like, so far, like, I like certain guys, but not over them three. Like, as mm-hmm. that, like in that first slot, that first pick, mm-hmm. if you got to get a pass rush, I'm like, yo, Phillips can be a difference maker. Alice can be a difference maker. Pay. They, they're going to be the reasons why, even Phillips, they might be the reasons why the team was dropped. My brother sent me something. I'm about to send it to the group or to the, our chat. Top 50. I don't know how many of you watch yet. But I only watch 20 of them. No, top 50 um, players in this draft. Oh. It better be at least. Yeah, it better be at least. probably linemen. It was a bunch of linemen. I was telling him, I'm like, yo, I ain't even watched Lyman yet. <laughs> exactly. I'm at the point, though. I'm at the point, Al, it's like, I think, I don't even want to 
at the point where if it's Xavier Collins or Tevin Jenkins. Offensive tackle, got you. Not mine. I'm going Jenkins. <laughs> I'm like, yo, when I'm he like, cracked back block and that dude fell like he got shot like Ricky, I'm like, yo, this nigga mean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, y'all listen, I'm not exaggerating. Tevin Jenkins, right tackle for Oklahoma State, blocked Joseph Osai. Joseph Osai is a pass rusher Texas. that's, you know, highly regarded in this class, this draft class. He blocked this man from the right ass. They took him literally.
Like they they don't have any more depth at corner. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Open for a passing yard for defensive ends. Like, I was just looking at the defense that they, they were possibly losing. They haven't brought Pringle back yet. Like, they just don't have the money to get these, these made guys. So. <laughs> Trying to get back under the cap is going to be a problem. I haven't seen it. I mean, you already gave him a contract, yeah, for a team, you know, the team, quote unquote, go ahead and take your restructure. But you gave that man a contract. You don't have to. Right. You don't know what that man got playing for his money. Whatever. Yeah, I agree with that too. Did we bring him back? That's what's gonna happen. Unless they draft one, I think he gonna earn, he gonna get that spot if they don't draft one. So we did bring him back. Cause he's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Him, he he was uh, exclusive rights. Okay. Sick of steel and then that move Bozeman. Like, and to me, like Bozeman, right? <laughs> left guard, no, Bozeman left. Zyla, right? Yeah, guard. I'm sorry, I'm bugging. I'm looking right backwards. And both, like, Bozeman pulled next to Stanley, guard. yeah, left guard. I'm sorry, even, I'm bugging. Like, even, even <laughs> we consider him going to center, I'm like, nah, man, you pull, you pull, way he pulled way too well. well. Just watching him, like I said, watching him at the Giants, like, mm-mm. Yeah. Just going back and watching a couple of games, Giants games, he pulled way too well, that leverage on the edge, way too well. Mm-mm. He's not going to center. Yeah. So, it's, man, it's going to be fun to watch. Chiefs did win Josh Reynolds as well, but they missed out. Josh Reynolds got signed somewhere? Yeah, he's Oh, that's right, you did just say that, didn't you? I was talking to a, a Titan fan earlier, but last week, I said, man, Josh Reynolds would be a good pick for y'all. Mm. And then here we go. I think he's a good pick for us, too, but, you know, I think Sammy's a good pick as well. I'll, I'll see it when it happens. We'll see how it goes. I believe it when it happens, that's all. Yeah. Real quick, because I know you, you watch... I don't know if you watch WNBA, but the Shaq Candace Parker situation. What what's your takes on it? I don't think I seen you post or that post if you had, but it, it pissed me off initially. I got I got I gotta get back to posting on stuff. Well, I didn't see your comment. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I haven't been. Yo, I ain't been commenting on a lot of stuff in the group. I gotta get back to it just to you know interact with everybody. 
I was offended. I was glad I was offended. I, I, I like, I, I enjoyed Candace's face when he said, <laughs> Candace had a whole bunch of words going up there that, that I was geeking off. But I ain't like his, like, if you, the WNBA is, is still around and it survives for real basketball fans. Mm-hmm. That's why it's been around since 96, 98? 96. It's 25 96. years. Right. That's why it's been around for so long because it's real basketball fans who just enjoy a good basketball game. Ain't mm-hmm. nothing to do with dunking. Right. Like, if you sit down and watch the game, you enjoy it. Now, the NBA, we don't even care about dunking no more. It's all about jellying. That's what I was thinking. Like, the only superstars that's dunks is LeBron and Zion. And they whack. And, 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 Gian, and Giannis. Those are only three superstars that are dunks. Every dunk out of the sun. It's not even exciting no more. <laughs> like, so, like, it's all about laying the ball up and playing good good ball. Like, man, nah, like, I just, I just thought that was, that was just a bad look at that. Like, that ain't, that ain't doing up. I just see how that will work backwards. It's gonna be disrespectful. Oh, it it uh, one you already saying. Oh my gosh, never mind. I just see how it will work backwards. Like, though. It's like it's, it's moving back. It will be moving backwards. You got a smaller ball. I think they have a smaller court, and you gonna lower the rim. I think it's a smaller ball. I thought the court was like not as wide. I thought the court wasn't right, as wide. I think the three-point line is shorter. And then, how would that affect a shooter? Like, it's a different arc, too. Not everybody will play above the rim. <laughs> so, you're changing the shot on people. I don't get it. I thought it was just a bad idea all the way around. Like, Shaq, you high. Shaq been having some crazy takes lately. And it's showing how the game is kind of changing. Right. He's trying to improve the business. I'm, think, I'm glad he's will spinning that way, but that idea was just wrong. There's a certain thing he was saying about like pick and rolls and centers coming down and not. I'm like he, the game is evolving so much that Shaq is the old man to the game, and Shaq yeah. played in the 2000s. That conversation, his ego, <laughs> his ego was 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 bruised because if he needed any proof, look at Colorado versus Georgetown. Georgetown's best player. Is a big man, a throwback big man. I can't think. He's an African. I can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. He's a throwback type of guy. Colorado abused him in pick and roll. They knew he couldn't recover quick enough. Mm-hmm. And it's not like like he took three or four seconds to switch. In today's NBA, I'm sorry. In today's basketball. Mm-hmm. You can't be a second late switcher. Right. Like, you got to hedge. If you ain't hedging or if you're going under the switch to screen, you got to be there immediately. Otherwise, that little small window, they throwing it up. And it's throwing it up deeper and deeper and they hitting it. So it's like, yeah, Shaq wouldn't survive in this league defensively. I'm just, just like, not L.A. Shaq. Mm. 
Like, with all the weight. Like, right. coming out LSU Orlando? Yeah, Orlando, that's yeah. That's different. You keep moving. <laughs> Yeah, like I was, like I was saying, it just makes it look like, and people need to see the evolution of the game. Shaq is the old man, and he didn't play that long ago. <laughs> to me, like right. My fault. that's the evolution of the game. Right. <laughs> uh, said say he just hope we don't sign Elshon Jeffrey. I agree. One hundred percent. Oh, that's a nigga. Can't stay healthy in Philly. Yeah. Right. And that's when it's over 30. That's, he's and he's over 30. That's when he's confusing with Sammy Watkins. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one you get confused with. Like, no, Alshon came in a long time ago. I don't even think I watched college football yet. So, no. <laughs> he had the back. Marcus Lattimore. I never forget. Yo. Marcus Lattimore, South Carolina. Yeah, him and Alshon, it was yeah. so. Hey, but. He messed I his leg up, y'all. I think. What you say? So then he messed his leg up or something? His knee? His yeah, senior yeah, year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Tore so that thing all the way up. <laughs> he got drafted by San Fran. Yeah, it was like his last he year. He, he tore his knee up. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Y'all get ready to watch this. Watch the game tonight, bro. It'll be on in like 20 minutes. Fucking with something. Bro, Alabama. That'd be fun to watch. Just enjoy March Madness. Continue to rock with us um, at Sideline Talk on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook group, hashtag Sideline Talk. Shout out to everybody that listened to us via Spreaker. We appreciate you as well. Spotify. Spotify as well. Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcast from, Sideline Talk is there. You can even pull us up on the Amazon, on the uh, Alexa. Say, Alexa, play play Sideline Talk. We on there. Yo, I have an uh, tablet next to me with Alexa on it, and it hurts. That's dope. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.